Oh, it was a wonderful day today for me on the poker tables and in the market, the stock market. So I sat down today at, well, excuse me, I drove to Maryland Live first. It's about, I think like 40 miles from my house north of me. Um, I'm in Southern Maryland. Uh, Maryland Live is closer to Baltimore. Um, MGM National Harbor is about less than 20 miles from me, I think 18, 20 miles from me. So I can get to MGM about 30 minutes with traffic. It takes me on like no traffic whatsoever. If I probably drove at three o'clock in the morning, I would probably get to Maryland Live in like 45 minutes. Um, So it's a hop and a skip. But I've also relayed there's there's pros and cons to to going to Maryland Live opposed to going to MGM. And one of those reasons is promotion. And so we will dive into that as the episode goes on. But for now, welcome to All in Society. I'm your host, Claude Winston. Thank you so much for listening so far. Make sure you check out my website, allinsociety.com. And I would love for you to check out my brand new YouTube show, All in Society and Friends. Just go to YouTube, make sure you follow the, sh- uh, the page, make sure you like, uh, make sure you share uh, each episode. Uh, from time to time, I'll bring friends, colleagues, family on the show, and we'll chit chat about uh, numerous things. Most of the time, we'll just dive into who um, the guest is and try to, to learn something from them and um, their life and their experiences. Because um, that's all I'm all about. Um, you know, I don't know everything. And I think the best way to learn something new instead of picking up a book or going to like a school to learn something or taking an online course is actually, you know, sitting down and talking to somebody, whether that's a mentor or a friend who's, you know, in the game themselves. I, I think that's a great way to learn. Right. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. Um, episodes drop every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and they are live now going forward. If a uh, if I can't schedule things with them every Tuesday, we might have some pre-recorded shows, but don't worry. I'll be some great content. And for this podcast, episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday, Wednesday, they're coming to you at 8 p.m. Eastern and on Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, so today we're going to discuss, uh, as I alluded to in the intro, when me winning a promotion at the poker table. We're going to discuss the market and how my portfolio performed today. And we'll talk about a little bit of the weather. Uh, It looks like fall is right around the corner, at least for Maryland. And I'll give you my prediction for Thursday night football, and it's not going to be a tough one. So diving right in. So as I was talking about before, I enjoy going to Maryland Live because they have better promotions than MGM. And so in the morning, they have a promotion if you hit a high hand, which is aces full of deuces or better. And if you're not familiar with poker, um, definitely check it tap in with me. I will sit down and break down uh, exactly how to play poker, give you the basics so you can understand if you want to watch on TV or if you wanted to invest in me or someone else in the future um, who does play poker. Cause it's a great, I think it's a, it's a, it's all about math. Um, but it's, it's more than just math. And if you find somebody that's good at poker and they're willing to allow you to invest in them, I think it's, as long as you know, you know, don't bet the house on one person. It's poker. It's it, there's still luck involved, especially poker tournaments. But if you, it, it's I think it's a great investment. But you have to be very methodical and strategic on who you give your money to. Um, so that's just my uh, 
Just my two cents. Uh, but if you want to learn uh, poker, just reach out to me through the website, through social media. Uh, my social media handle will be in the episode description as well. Reach out to me there. I do have uh, classes and I do have uh, one-on-one sessions where I take people or I'll meet you at uh, the local casinos and we'll break down the game. We'll just watch people playing and I can teach you. Um, it's very, um, very cheap. Um, I really just want to grow the game. So I'm not trying to really make pay bills doing this. It's just a way for me to uh, have a good time, meet some people and, and grow the game. So reach out if you're interested in something like that. My mother um, actually used to have run uh, in Michigan. I grew up in Michigan. She used to have, she used to organize a uh, bus trips to and from the casino. So they would pick up in, uh, we grew up in the Flint area. I'm sure you guys are familiar with Flint, uh, Michigan, but we pick up from there and there would be, uh, it was a casino called Soaring Eagle Casino up north and it's about an hour and a half away. So sometimes you don't want to be driving all the way up there, right? Um, so it's a great way. Um, it was a lot of um, older folks, but they would get into a, a bus, drive up there, take a great day trip. And then sometimes they would tr- take, um, you know, further trips like up north in the in the UP and take overnight trips. So a uh, uh, pretty cool business. Uh, I think I can elaborate on it and do something with poker. But um, so stay tuned for that. And that's where really what I'm trying to do with this, this meetup. You know, we meet up, um, do it as a group. Uh, men and women, it's uh, you could do it. It'd be a fun, great uh, date night. Meet up. We all meet up, have dinner together, and then we'll go to the poker room, and I'll kind of break down what's what. I'll provide some um, information for you guys to take home as well, uh, give you a deck of cards, and just make like a fun night out of it. I'm just kind of your the referee. We'll just kind of show you around uh, the casino, maybe give you a different uh, outlook rather than most of the time uh, you guys go to if you're not too familiar and I'm not trying to get people into gambling, but the reason why I'm doing this, if I get you to, to, to learn poker, understand poker, I'm telling you, you'll be more, you'll be more inclined to invest in the market. Cause I think there's a lot of similarities and people that don't play poker at all, they don't understand it. And so I understand I'm kind of like a one man army. Um, well, maybe that's not what I'm trying to say, but I'm just one person trying to teach you this, but unless you're like entrenched and really understand the game, and like really engulfed in the poker community, you're not going to understand what I'm saying. But those folks that are in the poker community get it. Now, there's some people that, you know, all they want to do is just like gamble and they don't really put any thought towards playing poker. But those people that actually sit down and actually think about what they're doing before they bought, uh, they bet, they call, they raise or they fold. Those are the folks are the ones that I'm really going to tap into who are maybe aren't familiar with the stock market, but they enjoy playing poker. Um, so if you're interested in that, make sure you uh, make sure you reach out to me and tap in. Um, so we'll go over the market, uh, the treasury yield basics. We're going to talk about um, treasury yields and we'll use ChatGPT to break it down uh, more simple terms for us. As well. Um, so, uh, during while playing poker, I hit a, as I was alluded to, you have to hit aces full of deuces or better to win a full house or, or better using, uh, aces. You have to have a minimum of aces full. So you can have full house. You can have three tens in your hand and two aces and that's a full house, but, um, that's not the, the full house we're we're looking for. We need, you need to have at least two aces in your hand 
and then you can have three deuces, um, three tens, three jacks, but that's the minimum qualifier. Aces full of deuces or better. I think I told you guys two aces if, if I did misspoke. So you need to have like three aces and, and two deuces, um, two fives, two trays, two fours, two sixes, um, so on and so forth. And I'll elaborate this a little bit more in a uh, on a video um, version, and I'll have cards out, and I'll kind of lay it out on the table, and we'll kind of do a, a brief walkthrough um, one day as well, because I think that's going to be a hit and for you guys to really um, understand the game. Those of you who aren't entrenched and understand the rules of poker, well, I'll just give you the basics so you can at least watch the game and know what's going on. Maybe you're not comfortable going and actually physically playing yourself. or But I would always suggest playing with your friends and family first. And then if you want to go to the casino, that's not what my goal is. I'm not trying to get you guys to go to the casino and gamble. I want you to learn the game, and then you could invite friends and family over and like I alluded to before, instead of having conversations about the BS that's on television, that's not doing anything. We're sitting around, we're talking about money. We're playing with, if you guys are playing with money, that's awesome. Um, make sure you gamble responsibly. Um, if you're playing with family and friends, make sure you're not playing with more than like a couple of dollars or so. You don't want it to get um, people hurt feelings. That's where things go south. And you know, that's not what I'm trying to get to. But if you want to play f- for something so, you know, you can win dinner or a nice like night out or something with your significant other. Yeah. Go ahead and do that. But otherwise just get people together and just play cards and have a, and have a good time. You can play cards while you're watching football on Sunday while the game's going, um, especially like these Thursday night games, we invite people over. Those games are terrible. Um, we'll get to that as well. Um, so I hit aces full of eights, uh, which tri- triggered a $600 uh, high hand for me. And then also won the pot. And then I ended up playing for an hour and 15 minutes, and I won $100 as well. So uh, $700. Took that $700. And I told you guys before in previous episodes, my quota is I want to make $1,000 a week. And so this is my first session. I only played an hour. So awesome way to start the week. Doesn't mean that I'm going to have an amazing week, but it's also a great um, head start, right? So after that, left, went, got uh, lunch at a, a a local spot. Well, not local to where I reside, but local uh, spot as far as proximity to the casino. It's called um, Ramen Ya. Um, great ramen spot. Um, they have great service. They do a good job there. So I always go there once a week pretty much and get my my ramen fix. So I enjoy doing that. Um, and then came back home to do this today and uh, jumped on jumped online and started uh, diving into the market and everything today. Um, so we'll, we'll go straight into that. Um, today I had a, a market treated me well, had a great day. Um, not too often my total, uh, excuse me, my total portfolio went up 1.5%. So it was just under $500. So awesome run. And it was led by today by Roblox. Roblox gave us $203 today. Um, so profit, we're up $203. Tesla, $131. Um, Tesla is so volatile. It's like up 5%, down 3%, down 2%, down 1%, up 7%, up 13% the next day. Very volatile. Uh, Roblox, I'm really, <laughs> I'm finding it really hard not to invest more money. Um, but I've, 
as I've stated before, make sure you check out the previous episodes so you kind of understand where I'm going. Um, but if you haven't um, been following through, I will just give you kind of a a quick rundown of what my uh, portfolio looks like. And I'm self-managing my portfolio. Um, a lot of this is, vast majority of the money is money that I, when I left my previous employer, um, I decided I wanted to manage a portion of that money Personally, I wanted to do it myself. And so I took a portion of the Roth IRA and I took that out and I've been managing that since August uh, 1st. And so let me pull up my portfolio. So since August 1st, basically, and I have no problem sharing this information with you. uh, Once that money was rolled into my uh, account, basically I had $16,000, just under $17,000 that was rolled into my Roth IRA. I also contributed some uh, some of my own personal money as well. I believe I maxed it out, and I think the you can max it out each year at sixty five hundred. I think it is off the top of my head. Um, so, pretty much August second, I at the end of the day I had twenty three thousand five hundred and eighty dollars in there. And August was a was a decent month for us. Um, I kind of started some positions, but I was also very too excited and too aggressive. My other account, which I've had since 2019, I'm kind of learning there, or maybe 20, 2020, uh, whatever it was. The past, the, the first two years before this year, 2023, I lost money. Now I'm talking about small amount of money, like $500, less than $1,000 each year. Um, just doing too much. And I was investing in EVgo, which is a, um, EV charging, uh, company. But, uh, once Tesla came out and they were a spec, I invested in them. Um, and that's a whole nother conversation. And like I said, I was very, um, uneducated at the time. I was really just kind of throwing money at things. And, uh, once Tesla came out and basically was going to allow, a lot of their uh, competitors to be on the same uh, charging port or whatever you want to call it as them. Um, that's when I was pivot and I was like, all right, yeah, we got to get out of this. I've already lost enough. I'm not waiting anymore. Um, and then I started really digging in how to beat the market, read a lot of books. Um, and I've also joined earn your leisure EYL university. Um, but I think the, the thing that's really uh, resonated with me most, and it's a shame I haven't really dove into this, Yet a plan was doing it today, um, later tonight. Um, was I found Wall Street Trapper, um, and when watching Trapping Tuesdays on YouTube, uh, make sure you check check into that. Now I understand this is not going to be everybody's cup of tea, and to be quite honest with you, he wasn't my cup of tea as first as well. Um, his history and background is something that kind of like st- stuck out to me. Is and it, I looked at it as a red flag. And I was just kind of looked at everything that what I could find poke holes in anything and everything about who he was. And then I started watching the show and I started really vibing on what he was saying. And then, and they had nothing to do with the market. It's like his inspiration, motivation. Um, he's like ET. He's a great speaker. I think he met ET is his mentor. Um, he's been working with ET. He probably paid some good money to be working with him. And so I just, I love the production, his show. I love everything about it. We quite honest with you. I would love to, uh, to be a part of his team and reach out to him and say, Hey, I would love to learn with, um, learn from you. This is who I am. This is my background. If anything I can contribute, I would love to do so if I can do it from here or if, 
if he needed me to travel there, um, whatever the case may be, I would love to, to learn. That's, that's uh, instead of going to a school, like a four year degree, I, I, I prefer to just like dive into the industry or the job and learn from like, get out the mug, start from the beginning and learn from the bottom up. That's my way of kind of like getting my hands dirty and learning, um, rather than reading through like a textbook or something like that. Um, but yeah, but watching him and I've been, uh, went to the recession tour. Um, he had a live taping in Philadelphia. So I went there, I bought his course. Um, like I said, I'll be diving into his course, especially his option course. I want to learn options game. And, um, and so from there, and then also Market Mondays and watching them also on YouTube every Monday, at 8 PM trapping Tuesdays, every Tuesday at 7 PM live on YouTube. Um, so like I said, I started with 23,580, that was the end of the day, August 2nd, um, and then ended August at 23,713, so we we're up end of August, and then September was, um, wasn't a great month, and so we ended, like I said, I ended August 23,713, 23,713, and we ended September 23,221, so um, a drop from what we initially started from, right? Uh, but now as of October, uh, end of day, October 4th, we're at 23,519. So we're just under what we started um, at the end of the day, August 2nd. So um, it feels good to kind of get back. I've definitely been doing some maneuvering, uh, diversify the portfolio. I was definitely heavily weighted in the technology. Everyone was buying Apple, Microsoft, uh, Meta, NVIDIA, um, you know, all those heavy technology companies, uh, test, I think it said Tesla, Google, if I didn't say those Microsoft. And so I looked at, took, got a big, uh, excuse me, took a look at my portfolio. I was like, yeah, I'm not diversified. If, if like what possibly could happen, what did happen if this technology tech companies sell off, I'm going to lose a lot of my profit. So it's either hold and and kind of pray or buy the dip or sell take some profits now and start looking at some other companies and start diversifying so that's what i did so right now uh, i'll break down just pretty much from the top to the five percent holdings and i have other small holding as well um but the vig um is the symbol ticker number um, that's the Vanguard uh, dividend ETF. Um, so that's a mix of companies. That's 27% of my portfolio. Roblox, um, I I think Roblox is doing multiple things. It's it's gaming and it's also, it's, it's developing a, a, its own metaverse and social media basically company as well. Um, and you're able to kind of build games and uh, and things on there. Um, developers and I believe uh, individuals as well, and so I really like, I really liked what Meta was doing with the metaverse, and and when it was down to like eighty eight dollars, I bought Meta, and then it ran up I think to like in the hundreds, and then I sold, and then I it's at three hundred dollars, and so I think everything happens for a reason, because I believed in Meta back then when no one else did when. Zuckerberg was vesting heavily, you know, he changed the name to Meta and it's going towards the metaverse. Well, I think Roblox is that. And Roblox is now 
what I thought it was, what meta was back in the day. Now, meta, I thought it was going to be dry. I was really thinking that Zuckerberg was going to move things along with the metaverse and that was going to drive the stock up. But no, he pivot and, um, you know, threads was released and then he, he, he worked on a couple of other things and they really turned the company around very quickly. Um, so kudos to him. And he got away from, I guess, really talking about the metaverse and concentrated on that. So that Roblox is really what I believe what I was investing in with meta back then. Um, I believe that's what, uh, Roblox is. And so they are my, as far as individual stock, they are my highest holding for my total portfolio of 16%, um, followed by uh, Alphabet, Google, then Tesla at, at Google's 12%, then Tesla 7%. And I have a couple or 5% S&P 500, but that's going to be a lot more than 5%. That's probably going to be hovering t- right around like the 15, 20% after everything's said and done. Once I continue investing in that, and Nucore um, is a company, a steel company manufacturer. And um, that's pretty much, then I have small holdings in Microsoft, um, Palo Alto, Visa, T-Mobile, Apple, Lantheus Holdings, um, Fortinet, and Zeltis. Um, that's healthcare is in there. Cyber, a couple of cyber securities are in there. You already know what T-Mobile is. You know what Visa is. Palo Alto is a cyber security. Um, Lantheus Holdings is a healthcare uh, company. And I believe they, I can't remember what products they are. Um, like the metal, medical devices, they help basically the, the folks, the medical um, people, basically perform their um, jobs. They're like the medical equipment and things they manufacture or they create. Um, I know I don't have great explanations what the companies are right now, but I'm not going to sit here and pull up everything and bore you guys. But I wanted to give you just kind of the framework of what my portfolio is. If this is the first time you've listened to the, um, to the podcast. Um, So I'm going to be sharing this information um, throughout because like I said, early in the episode, I want us to make money out the market, passive income, um, especially poker players, poker community. A lot of people have a lot of cash sitting around and that cash can be put to use. Right now is the perfect time to plant some seeds by playing seeds. I mean, investing, take, put small investments, investments in companies and, and um, obviously do your research before you do it. You know, just invest in a company and then do research, do your research. Um, and the, the financials of the company, just the, the ins and outs of the company and like technical side too, um, as well. And then if you choose to invest, um, good luck. All right, moving along. I did want to talk about the reason why the market did move today. So, um, we were talking about treasury yields. So, um, that's in P 500 rows, um, as treasury yields dip from 16 here highs. And that was the heading on at CNBC. So typically um, what happens, you know what, let's go right to chat GP, chat GPT. But I, cause I think if we explain this, you'll understand why um, the stocks decided to rise today. So I asked chat GPT as explain the treasury yield to me like a high school student. And this is what it uh, spit out for us. I said, Sure. Imagine you had some money and you're trying to decide what to do with it. 
One option is to put money in a savings account at a bank. The bank will pay you some extra money called interest for keeping your money with them. And now in previous, I'm going to stop there. Previous episodes, I, I, we discussed that putting your money in your bank, you're really not giving anything at all. A lot of times, I'm not even giving you 1%. And what is 1%? What am I going to do with 1%? Unless you have a significant amount of money, 1% is not going to get you anywhere. Um, so we talked about opening that Apple savings account, um, 4.5%. And instead of just leaving money in your um, in your bank account, like a Bank of America or, or Chase. So that's what I've done. I don't just keep money in uh, a savings account. I mean, I have money in there at, at the banks, um, but a lot of uh, my money is sitting in the Apple savings right now, collecting that interest right now in the stock market. All right, moving on. Now, the government also wants to borrow money sometimes. Just like when you borrow a book from the library, when the government wants, government wants to borrow money, it does something similar. It asks people or individuals like ourselves to lend it money and in return, it promises to pay them back with some money, which is like interest. So the treasury yield is like a report card that shows how much money the government is promising to pay back for different amounts of time. So for instance, there's a two year treasury year, there's a 10 year treasury year. It's like saying if you lend the government your money for one year, they promise to pay you this much extra. If you lend it for five years, they promise to pay you this much extra and so on and so forth. The treasury yield is important because it helps people decide where to put their money. If the government promises to pay a lot of extra money, more people might want to lend money, right? But if the government promises to to pay you only a little share, right? People might choose other options like investing in stocks or real estate. And we'll get back to that. So the treasury yield is like a guide for people deciding how to use their money. And it also gives an idea how the economy is doing. If the yields are high, it might mean the government needs more money or people are worried about inflation. If the yields are low, it could mean that the government, excuse me, the economy is strong and people are more confident in other investments. So when we read that heading, right, it said treasury yields dipped from 16 year highs. So if it was at a 16 year high, that probably means we're not too confident. And like it was saying, the government government needs money. So what was happening was a lot of people were pulling money out of the market because of all the negative sentiment and these treasury yields were high, right? And then they're just moving over to these treasury yields and they're locking up money there, which is safe and, and risk-free, right? Whereas when it moves down, now people are like, oh, it's not as enticing anymore, which in turn made the stocks jump. And so to start the day, it was, it looks like the market was uh, going up a little bit pre-market and then as the day went on, uh, the stocks started turning a little red, like the S&P 500 was red. And then um, we'll read more information of why exactly happened. So it says S&P 500 ticked up Wednesday as Treasury yields pulled back from multi-year highs following a release of a much weaker than expected jobs data. So for whatever reason, and you know, the, the experts dissect this information. The jobs data came back a little weak. And so in turn, the treasury yields fell. And in turn, people then started putting money back into the stock market towards the end of the day. Now, do I think this is going to continue to snowball up? 
Probably not. Do I think some sectors will possibly will continue to go up? Yes, maybe. But I think the overall the market is continue to hum in. The S&P 500 is going to continue to churn in and going up. I don't think so. I think there's a lot of stuff that could be working against us. I think this is just kind of a spot where people were just selling and selling and selling and selling and selling. I think it's just kind of a spot right now. It's just like, all right, hold. We're in a good spot right now. Um, we did a little bit of possibly overselling. So people are parking money in spots where they think that there's some value and probably write it out for the future. At least that's just my take on things. Um, like I said, I'm definitely not an expert, right? Um, so, but it was nice to see that my uh, portfolio was starting to go up. So I hope that breakdown of the treasury yields and um, explain if you're wondering why the market uh, kind of shot up today. Um, towards the end of the day, that's that's why. Um, so for today, specifically, Roblox up 4%. Tesla is up just under 6%. Um, S&P 500, or excuse me, um, so I'm gonna, I look at the VOO, which is a ETF that follows the S&P 500, and it was under just shy under three quarters of a percent. And the VIG, the Vanguard dividend I told you guys about, um, just under a half a percentage uh, point up today. Um, so pretty much everything was up for for me. So that means money, right? So it was a it was a good day. All right, moving on. Uh, fall is coming to a close. Um, or excuse me, summer temperatures are coming to a close. So today in Southern Maryland, it was in the uh, low 80s, which is wonderful. Um, but I think tomorrow will be the last beautiful weather like this. So I'm definitely gonna uh, get out and get on get out and get about like I did today. Um, I took the the long way up to Maryland Alive today, um, primarily because there's a lot of traffic and accidents and I just didn't want to be in the, be on the highway and stop and go traffic. So I took the back roads, which is longer, but it's a more peaceful drive. And I enjoy that sometimes, especially in the morning. Um, so enjoy that beautiful weather, Maryland. Make sure you get outside. Um, I was talking to one of the uh, dealers at, uh, at Maryland Live and she said she was going to the, the Bears uh, commanders game. I'm not sure if they're sold out or not, but be a great night to go see the see a football game because I'm definitely not going to be seeing any football games um, later in the year. It's going to be too darn cold for me going anywhere unless it's indoors. Um, and guys, let's uh, close out with the Bears and versus Commanders. My Thursday night football prediction. Um, since I won't be able to give you my prediction, um, next episode is Friday. So make sure you tune in Friday um, at 5 p.m. But Commanders are winning this easy. Um, Bears are not a good team. Maybe back against the wall. Um, Justin Fields, if he's still playing, I'm not even sure what's going on with the Bears. Um, Maybe they can pull something out, but uh, Commanders, I think, are winning this game easily. Um, Definitely want to go over disclaimer. We're talking about uh, stocks and investments and things. Um, So the information provided in the show about personal finance and investing is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It should not be considered financial advice. Viewers are encouraged to consult with a qualified financial advisor before making any investment decisions. The content presented may not be accurate, complete, or timely, and we do not assume responsibility for any errors or omissions. Investing involves risk, and past performance is not indicative of future results. Any endorsements or advertisements featured do not constitute recommendations, 
and by participating in the show, you acknowledge and accept these disclaimers. Don't forget to check out my YouTube page. Um, you can click the link or you can find the link in the episode description of this podcast episode. And remember, life is one big session. Play the cards you are dealt to the best of your ability, and I promise you'll come out ahead.